Now, comedian Carl Weber's one-man show returns to Cape Town at the end of March following his successful run in uh, December. The Bloemfontein-born funny man has been honing his skills on the comedy circuit for the last few years and has opened for Luis Ogola and Riyad Musa. Uh, much of his act focuses on his life growing up in Bloemfontein, hence the title of his show, uh, The Bloom Boyke Diaries. And Carl joins me on the line now. Carl, well, Carl welcome. Yes, Jay King, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm very good. How are you? I'm great, I'm great, I'm great. Good stuff. Thank you so much for staying up so late. No worries. Is this, this my late usual, for you? Uh, routine. No, it's my routine. I just got home from a gig. There we go then. There we go. Carl, listen, for the uninitiated among us, give us, give us a brief introduction uh, in your own words. Who is Carl Weber, please? Well, you know what? I, <laughs> I still see myself as a struggling artist um, who's fallen in love with stand-up comedy, originally from Bloemfontein. And uh, looking for the proverbial pot of gold in Cape Town. What made you decide that you wanted to be a comedian? I mean, it's it's one of the toughest gigs out there, isn't it? It is one of the toughest gigs. Um, I don't think I went out looking for comedy. I think comedy actually found me. I just actually happened upon comedy one day. So you weren't sort of sitting there in, in Bloemfontein thinking, oh, you know, Bill Cosby's funny, I could be him, or or whoever else is funny, I could be him. You just fell into it. No, I was always the funny guy. Uh, you know, funny guy with my friends, funny guy around the braai. Um, I always loved stand-up comedy. I just never thought I'd end up doing it, you know. So how did you end up doing it? I actually uh, ended up at a open mic gig um, one night with a couple of buddies. And uh, one of my buddies says, you know what, Carl, you're actually good enough to do this. So I'm like, right and I signed up, and two weeks later, I did my first five-minute set, and I was terrible. I was horrible. Mm. I was so bad. But uh, I fell in love with the stage. I fell in love with the spotlight, the mic, the audience, just the whole ambience of the, of the event. I think that's what, what lured me in and kept me going. And now it's your full-time job. It's my full-time job. I'm a full-time comic. <laughs> You're a full-time comic. Um, yeah. <laughs> when... What's the hardest thing about what you do? Because um, we've probably all been to comedy shows, and uh, and it, you know, it, there's a moment there. If you don't, if you don't get that timing right, and if you don't get it right, that moment where you literally see a comedian dying on stage is either, depending on the type of person you are, what the funniest moment of the show, or the the most painful, cringeworthy moment of the show. I mean, what what's the most difficult part for you? Well, you know, it's, it's inevitable. Um, a lot of comics will tell you there's only two types of comics, those who have died and those who will die, you know? So there's no two ways about it. It's just uh, kind of taking it on the chin and moving on. The toughest part of the show for me is when um, there are outside factors that I can't control, like uh, a rowdy crowd, um, outdoor events, people are just walking around. And you end up being background music to them. You know, so that's factors that you can't control and you just have to deal with it. So do you ever have a moment where you find yourself looking into the crowd and thinking, I this this is this is this is hell? <laughs> yeah, you know what, eh? Uh, yeah, actually quite a quite a bit. I, I usually I've got this knack for finding the one person that is not laughing. Wow. And it will grate me. It will work on me, and I will push so hard just to be that person, just to crack a smile. Talk to me about hecklers, because that always seems to be something 
for me when I've been to been to comedy shows, and there's inevitably always um, one drunk dude in the corner who yeah. is compelled to shout out a few things. Now, once or twice it may be amusing. You see how the yeah. <laughs> the comic handles it, but after a while, I mean, it must just be, you know. And I've always thought I can't imagine. If, uh, you know, I'm sitting here at work and somebody walks into the studio and just screams at me while I'm doing my job and basically tells me how awful I am. We've got the WhatsApp line for that. You know, you know, unfortunately, you can't get away, can't get around that. It's going to happen. And uh, I'm glad, I'm so glad you asked that question because now I can tell the listeners, a lot of people think that they are helping the comic out. Wow. I'm making the show funnier, but, (laughs) you know, we got this. (laughs) Yeah. We got hired to do it. So... You guys, uh, the listeners paid, let us entertain you. And the thing is, once or twice it's cool, but eventually you start breaking the comics rhythm. Mm. And you basically have to start all over again. And it just gets annoying after a while. Mm, mm. Do you have any particular way of, of dealing with a persistent heckler? Oh, I'm, I'm harsh. I'm Are harsh. you? I shut, them, I shut them down very quickly. Wow. I feel like yeah. I, ho- I hope I'm not. I hope I'm not um, now challenging people to go and to go and see the no, uh, I, <laughs> the Bloomboyke Diaries and, and just heckle you consistently. But um, yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, I, I hope they don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Do people expect you to be funny all the time? Actually, they do. It's, it's, it's so crazy. You know, when I'm not on stage, um, obviously I'm a, a naturally funny person, but sometimes I just want to unwind. I just comics are naturally quiet people we are observers mm. so in a company i'll just sit back enjoy my, my drink and watch people i'll just watch people and that's where i get the best comedy from real real everyday life so people want i don't want to be the star of the show when i'm not on stage mm, mm. i just want to chill i just want to relax now trevor noah our lovely yeah. trevor he's just bought himself a 130 million rand apartment in new york and is um on the cover of time magazine um yeah. are your sites set for international success on that on that same crazy sphere of fame? Well, I'm not looking at uh, penthouses in that range at the moment. Um, you know, it's a little out of my budget. So uh, <laughs> eventually yeah. I, I would love to go international. But um, I, I see it from a different point of view. I see it, why not con- conquer my own country first before I go internationally, you know? Sure, sure. Uh, so, yeah, that's my take on it. Tell us about your style of comedy. Um, the show, uh, The Blimboyke Diaries, um, comes to yeah. Cape Town on the 31st of March, I believe. Where where are you performing? All right, so the show will be taking place um, in uh, the suburb of Otchi at a place called the Pizza Shack Theatre. I know it well. Yeah, oh, you do? Cool. So <laughs> it's Pizza Shack Theatre, and it's a great venue. Uh, it's close to home. And that's Catonians. They don't want to drive too far, you know. So I thought I'll I'll bring the show to them. Okay. Tell us a bit more about what we can expect. All right. So the Bloomboyke Diaries is directed by Stuart Taylor, amazing comic and amazing director. Um, Bloomboyke Diaries chronicles my decision to leave Bloemfontein and uh, move to Cape Town and, like I said, try to find the proverbial pot of gold. Uh, Obviously, comedy ensues. I find myself in the most awkward situations. I've got a knack for that. And I blurt out the most inappropriate things at the weirdest times. So I, basically, it's, it's my diary. It's a verbal take on my diary. Mm-hmm. I tell you exactly what I've been through. So there's a lot of comedy because it's a comedy show. But there's a lot of, uh, it's a, I like to call it 
a roller coaster of emotions because I, I went through a lot in Cape Town. Cape Town is really a concrete jungle for mm. small town boys. Mm, mm. So, uh, so it's, it's basically my my life story uh, over the last ten years. If there was a comedian uh, that you could compare yourself to, and I know this is a really awful, hideous question, but I'm asking it anyway. Uh, wh- who can you liken yourself to to somebody, or is that just? Not- oh Lord! Oh, you know what? I, I I think I take a little bit of of every South African comedian because I I honestly think South African comics are of the best in the world. I, I I'd like to say I'm a little bit. A little bit Mark Rotching, a little bit Kurt Skundrad, a little bit Stuart Taylor. Mm. So I'd like to think I'm the best of those three worlds. Okay, okay. They'll probably kill me if if they heard that. (laughs) uh, Take a bit from everyone. And who are some of your favorite comedians um, locally? And you've just mentioned uh, those three, but locally and internationally, who who do you find funny? Well, um, anyone that's willing to get on stage and bear their soul, I commend, but the funniest guys in South Africa for me would be uh, the likes of Alan Kamuti. He's a genius with improv comedy. Uh, Rob van Frieden, he's mm. just a super talent. Uh, Stuart Taylor, I-, I really look up to Stuart Taylor. Mark Lotching obviously dominates the Western Cape mm. and the rest of South Africa. Internationally, I love, I prefer English humor. I prefer UK Indians. Oh, okay. So one of my favourites uh, would be Ricky Gervais. Hilarious. He's hilarious. Oh. He's such a dancer, yeah. you know. And he's so inappropriate. I, lo- I love how inappropriate he is. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, I'm not a big fan of slapstick comedy, but I must say one of the greats would be Lee Evans. Sure. Whatever yeah, happened to Lee Evans? Uh, you know what? I, 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 he's still working the underground. Uh, so he did the, some a, movies, a lot of guys, didn't he? Yeah, they went into movies. He did something about Mary. That's right. Uh, he did a few others. Mm. But he's still one of the best, you know, one of the greats. Yeah, very funny um, guy. And then obviously uh, another favourite of mine would be Jimmy Carr. Sure. Seen him Jimmy many, many Carr. times. Yeah. Big fan of Jimmy and Carr. The Monty Python guys, I mean, you know, John Cleese, all of them. They're legends, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I really love my UK comedians. Sure. Okay. Well, that's that's good to know, and good to know that you've uh, that you support a lot of our local uh, South African comedians too. Listen, Carl, yeah. you've got thirty seconds to plug your show without using the words funny, hilarious, comedy, or laugh. Go. All right. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, come to my one-man uh, production uh, that will be put on the thirty-first of March at the Pizza Shack, and uh, it's going to be the best funny show you've oh. ever seen. Carl, it's been it an absolute it's gonna be riveting. There we go. It's gonna be a riveting roller coaster of emotion. Carl, it's been an there absolute treat. Thank you so so much for uh, for joining us on the show this evening and uh, look forward to your show on the thirty first at the Pizza Shack in Ottery. Thanks so much once again. Yes, you're king. Thanks for having me.